Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean All the shit that we want Okay, go ahead, go ahead, now you're good Dave, have you seen In the Heights? (laughs) We can do it at the end too, just not talk Yeah, Dave, at the end (laughs) (laughs) That's actually brilliant, I didn't think of that (laughs) Is that not how it works, Dave? You're shaking your head no. The lack of professionalism. It's making me cringe. <laughs> Man, you've been on this show before. You know that That's a very good point. It's not our uh, not our modus operandi. If only your listeners knew the real parties before and after the recording. That's this right, stuff Matt. that they actually hear? Nonsense. We've been mm-hmm. on live chat for two and a half hours, finally re-recording. It's crazy. Yeah. People don't get that shit. <laughs> so you haven't seen in the heights now Kyle, what movie did you ask like why he was sitting there in silence for 22 seconds uh west side story i've seen west side story it's great i can't wait for the I spielberg one story mostly because it was shot in uh, Patterson, new jersey oh okay it'll be interesting i like spielberg i like west side story i like that original one a lot that was actually my uh freshman marching band that was our show was west side story did you guys snap at each other no, in the drum line, but we did like mock snaps. Wasted opportunity. I know, man. I wanted him to. Maybe the color guard did. Actually. Then you got to have a percussionist hook up with a color guard person and it's all taboo and whatnot. No, it was, uh, there was a color guard solo dance around a uh, flugelhorn solo to Maria. It was pretty well I, done. I feel like I'm going to like shark tank you and just go. <laughs> <laughs> For those reasons, I'm out. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was a good time, man. Me and I Kyle have it. talked about band quite a bit, and that right there, that is the more ridiculous show I've ever heard. A, a color guard. That one? Yeah, a color guard solo? Well, so, like, by that I mean, like, she danced in a way while he performed the flugelhorn solo. Oh, I get you there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did, man. That I got like a, a vendetta against color guard people. Because I remember when we were doing English classics or something like that, we were doing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And I remember walking backwards through, color guards coming forward, and every single time, one of them would just flag right down on my trombone slide. And it's like, that's the end of the show for every- Dave. This is going to be a real interesting that's solo awesome. coming up where you can't move a slide. <laughs> I also was in a marching band that did a Queen show. We've talked about that, where the yeah. queen stuffs. That thing that we have. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. The universe, man. It's like that ending in uh, the first season of True Detective, when he looks up and everything's spinning. Sure. What you said. So wait, Sean, do you not have audio at all? Yeah, no, I took off my headset because I didn't want spoilers for the ending of the first season of True, True Detective. Because oh, it's been on my... Okay, so we talked about uh, spoilers a couple episodes ago, and I'm like, man, anything past six months, like, that's on you. I took off my head. True. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm a big fan of True Detective. I would not want to spoil that for you because that first season is maybe the greatest thing ever put to television. I that is what I've heard. That is I'm not a big TV guy. Everybody knows that. I don't like sitting down and watching TV shows, but it has been on my list 
of shit to watch and not very often do people talk about that show so as soon as you guys started talking about it off came the headphones like nope i'm out so you it's, got me like nope, thinking think now it. though because like dexter yeah weirdly enough dexter season two i think is just a masterpiece it's amazing yeah. and it's like a mid dexter's run oh. season that's just like perfection mm. mm-hmm. i think the first three seasons of dexter were masterful like the, that show was incredible up until I would say like the fifth season, like the fourth season was okay. I think that was the apocalypse killer. But like after that, it was like mm, on shaky grounds, but I still enjoyed it. But the first couple of seasons of that, oh, so good. You're it got in, me man. into the books. Yeah, it got me into the books. And like the first book was like the entire first season. It was like watching Game of Thrones and then reading Game of Thrones and being like, oh, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> I think the only weird and thing about Dexter, though, is like it's hard to remove yourself from recognizing that Dexter was like married to his sister IRL. Oh, yeah. And, and that's weird. Like they got and divorced they get halfway divorced. through. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, quick, quick interjection at five minutes deep in. The mysterious third voice you're now hearing, listeners, is <laughs> our good friend Dave from the Cape Podcasters, who's here to hang out and talk Nick Cage insanity with us, because of course he is. How Hell you doing, yeah. buddy? Hey, man. <laughs> How's things in a... Welcome to the forced intro. I feel like I should <laughs> just not talk and say that's my Nick Cage impression. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna go meta for the whole episode? Now you start the Nick Cage impression. And you don't <laughs> start the now. rest. <laughs> the one time I don't have a can to pop. <laughs> man, true, man. Fuck. You could just use the same one shot that they recycled every time he opened a can from this movie. <laughs> oh, come on! They had like maybe three that they cycled fourteen times. I don't know, man. I thought I was pretty sure it was the same shots of everything every time. <laughs> Speaking of same shots of everything every time, you know, fellas, this is a movie that takes place in uh in a kids like pizza place. It's loosely based on like, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese. Uh were any of us were were any of us like the rich kids? Did you guys ever go to Chuck E. Cheese parties? I did. Chances I didn't know no. that was a rich kid thing. It was so for me, I considered it the rich kid thing because the Chuck E. Cheese was like up in the big city. You had to drive to have a birthday party <laughs> in the actual city Chuck E. Cheese. To see Charles E. Cheese. You, you did. That was the thing. Around here, I do have to say it was kind of the same thing. I don't even know where there was a Chuck E. Cheese around here, but I did I did hear whispers of like people going to Chuck E. Cheese's for play for things. I'm like where the fuck did you go to that? And then I stopped caring because we had a Buster's, which is just a gigantic, like, I don't know if it was like the prelude to Dave and Buster's, but we had Buster's, which was just a gigantic arcade, which huh. had like uh, like a go-kart thing in the basement, which... What? That, w- that was the rich kid area. Like, if, if, you, <laughs> if you were riding go-karts, you were the rich kid. If you were just you like hanging money. out... Yeah, if you're just hanging out, like, doing, like, all of the weird, like, I don't know, maybe it was, like, it wasn't just Street Fighter, but it was all those weird, like, luck games, like, that one where you drop a quarter in and you shoot it and you try to get it in a snake's mouth. Oh, yeah, money like, <laughs> as your weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. I remember that when you would also launch it, like, on a, a snow slope 
and like yes yeah, yeah. it yeah. would go down and launch up and you try to get in like the hole yeah 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 or like the one where you put the coin in hoping that it pushes a big bunch of the coins off do you remember <laughs> yes. that that's one? the dream you remember, man you you remember uh. the one with the dump trucks that you had to roll a quarter down and hit the flag on the back of the jump dump truck and then it would dump them dump, yeah dump the coins yeah. yeah, everybody who's like ten years older than us and is is like that's just called a fucking arcade, bro. <laughs> Man, so I didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese, but my town had like a shitty version we called Mister Gaddy's. It didn't have any robotic animals that sang, uh, but it did have like it had a pizza buffet. Uh, you guys familiar with the pizza buffet? <laughs> I'm from Jersey, yeah, I, baby. I can I can guess pizza aficionado. It's not good pizza because they just no. No one will ever claim it is. No one to ten, Dave. Pizza buffet. Where's that at? Just in general, in terms of the pizza making, low, real low. Like I'd say a two, two, right? I'd say a two. Yeah. On a scale of one, I'm still gonna eat it. Probably a two. I'd eat it just because I'm a piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm eating that pizza buffet. It's I going to happen. I'm here for a birthday party. I'm going to enjoy myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to use my $20 of hard-earned working money to lose at these rigged carnival games. Yep. I'll probably do the basketball shootout a lot. I'm a big fan of that one. Have you guys ever gone to a carnival and won one of those games? I have, like, that whole... You you have to throw underhand, like, a little, like, wiffle ball-sized ball and hit a uh, like a basketball back and drop it into a basket. You know that one where you got to like hit it in. Oh, and the basket's like angled, right? Yes, and yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. hit it in the square and drop it in. I actually won that to win a, win a Sylvester from like Looney Tunes huge ass animal, right? Which that I just like gave away when I was like in third grade. But have you guys won one of those uh, one of those things? I won a goldfish Games. one where you have to throw the ring around the goldfish oh, thing yeah. and kind of stuck there that I had to take a goldfish home and I didn't know what the hell to do with it. <laughs> I won that. No, Died very unprepared later. to have a goldfish. And I understand uh, all you need is a bowl and water, <laughs> but it, let's just Dave say was it didn't end well for the goldfish. <laughs> oh, poor guy. He didn't even stand a chance. Uh, in Mandy's closet right now, she has a very, very large, like, Pika from Pokemon, like the baby form of Pikachu. Pika. That I won at the fair one year for her with the uh, in the game where you shoot the water at the target and you got to like race the thing up. The horses. Sure. Oh, similar. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, but yeah, I won that one. Man, you fucking sharpshooter, dude. <laughs> Play the game. <laughs> Coming in like Hawkeye, just. Pew. Uh, in my defense, I was up against like an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old, and I fucking smoked them. I hope you rubbed it in you their gotta let them know. Faces. You gotta let them know how tough life is. Yeah, I picked it out like I was like, oh yeah, I'll take the big peak. Uh, thanks. Life isn't always fair, kids. <laughs> thanks for nothing, chumps. Oh, kids are God. lame. <laughs> oh, damn. No. So wait, yeah, that's the only one with kids. Ever, <laughs> did you guys ever go to a Chuck E. Cheese, though, at a, as a kid? Because I did, like, twice. I did nope. a bunch. I didn't. Uh-huh. We had one We had one the town over. Everyone had the birthday party there. 
I, I grew up right. going down like Jersey Shore and like Maryland Shore, and I'm pretty sure I got crabs from Chuck E. Cheese ball pit <laughs> for the first time. How old were you? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I'm just just curious because if it was like nine in the world, do you think crabs care how old you are, Sean? Are you assuming that a crab is just kind of crawling its way around going nine years old? Not too young. I'll wait. Well, that's not how it works. You you like quantified that with it for the first time. So I'm just curious. (laughs) I've never gotten that 20. (laughs) (laughs) It's a play on saying that's what you said. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's maybe one of the first signs that you're growing up is when you are like, yeah, I'm not getting in the ball pit. Or like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not climbing on the slides. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's you know, how Judaism works, though, because that's when they're like 13. Now you can become a man. You, you realize you're not going <laughs> in that ball pit anymore. Let's have a celebration. <laughs> oh, man. Wear this scarf. If that was here. me. At my bar mitzvah, I totally have a ball pit then. That's just to up. weed out everyone else? I don't understand the strategy. No, just as like one last hurrah. <laughs> if it's my bar mitzvah and I have after that night, I'm not getting in a ball pit anymore, then by God. I'm a man now, guys. <laughs> I feel like that's one like the ultimate test. Is your judgmental Jewish father standing over you? Look, You're looking at the ball pit. He's like, don't you dare do it, son. This right. is the final test. <laughs> Watch at least you'd be around. Oh! 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 Hmm. Oh! Hey! No. Uh, What about, here's one. Dave, you might be more familiar. Rich kid. Um, Have you ever heard of... (laughs) Have you ever heard of Adventure Zones? I haven't, but I've heard of Discovery Zone. Is that like the same thing? I probably it might be where you have like that indoor now. sort of amusement park that has the really cheap rides like the it's rollers like, that you go down they call it a slide. The no Adventure Zone is must be similar, but it was like instead of that, like just an entire side or huge part of a room was just like all of those interconnected slides and like rope jungle. Like it was a huge yeah, like, it's the ninja same thing. play course. Yeah. yeah, and then they would also have like an arcade that you could have pizza at. I remember going to that. Uh, quite a lot when I had to go to my child psychology meetings once a quarter in uh, an hour and a half away. My mom once would take me there as a special you treat. You son of a bitch. You earned it. Yeah, I had to go. I had to go so they could prescribe me my Ritalin for my ADHD uh, because that was back before doctors could prescribe it. I had to get it through a child psychologist. Dude, I had to see a, a, a child shrink too for like literally yeah. every other month. Every other oh, month, like, we had to, like, drive through the woods. Like, I remember hearing, like, I remember my mom driving. Man, this is fucked up that this is one of the memories that I have. That, like, <laughs> my mom driving through the rainy woods listening to Ace of Base, the sign, to get to my shrink. Yeah? Yeah, so I could get my meds. <laughs> Those are the times we had, man. Man, to be a kid again. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> the dream right there. <laughs> Yeah, I hated the, the car rides. I remember, again, because uh, I had ADHD, I hated being confined in one place for more than and any amount of time. I played a shitload of Game Boy in the car. But then we always got to go to Adventure Zone. Do you ever sit in the front seat trying to play your Game Boy? You put down the visor in front of you and angle it so if there is a car behind you, 
their light would f- flash into the mirror and go down onto your Game Boy so you had light. That was no, like, I always had the, the thing that hooked over it. Oh, you're calling like, him the rich kid? Oh, call uh, me the rich oh, kid. Oh, calling huh? him the rich kid? Well, wow. so in my defense, <laughs> I got it secondhand from my cousin who was rich. And then he didn't use them. And the, I always got all of his, like, his Nintendo shit. And his, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. And I played because he never played with, with it. Light. Yeah, I was, no, it wasn't the. It was like the magnifying glass slash light, and I was like, "Did it have the speakers oh, the that come off the side too?" That one. I didn't uh, have the speakers, but you could attach them. It was made by like the same company. <laughs> yeah, I didn't guess, have those. You always though. had an eight pack of double A batteries in your back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Mom always kept me stocked in the double A's and a bow tie because you have to be wearing one at all times because you're a rich kid. <laughs> See, it's I was not the as bad as child. It's not as bad as having like a game gear <laughs> and like everybody just wanted oh, to punch man. you in the face. <laughs> game gear also ate batteries way worse than that Game Boy Light ever could dream of. And who had D batteries? Nobody had D batteries. Like, isn't that I'm pretty sure that's what that took. Like C I had D one that ran off six AA batteries and they lasted just at like an hour. Fuck that. My parents yeah. would have killed me. That thing sucked, man. Fuck. And then I, I broke like, it. All you hear is stories about people <laughs> getting like the rechargeable batteries and getting like the charging system and just sitting next to a fucking outlet. Man. Now you brought up a man, I remember always the fucking the game gear had a TV tuner. Do you fucking remember that? No. I never had one. Ah, I never had a game gear. So cool. I was not a Sega kid. N- neither it was, was I. Let's go. Ads, though. I was a I was a Sega kid before I was a SNES kid. Actually, I I was an SN or not SNES. I was an NES kid and then PlayStation. Damn, that was a hell of a jump. Yeah, I played my my original Nintendo until I was fucked like nine or ten. And then I got a PlayStation in 96. And when it came out for Christmas. Man, I loved my Genesis. <laughs> so I had an SNES. Much. I just never had an N64. And I felt like then I was the poor kid. Oh, you're, you're everyone you're else fine. had the N64, and you could tell everyone Dude. who had the N64 because they'd come in and like their palm is burned out from them like spinning <laughs> on a joystick and whatnot. Man, and you're looking at them just oh. like, man, I'm not part of that club. I, like, I get a starter jacket is... way too late, like that starter pullover that had the weird kangaroo. Yeah, I had that front. too, and you're like, I got that I way that too. too late. Yeah. And I'm just sitting oh, there I, like, man, I, I wish I just had like sisters. a hole burned out in my fucking hand right now so I could be cool. You take a lighter and do it to yourself, like in the bathroom, and you come out and be Shut like, up. look, guys, I've got it too, man, the 64. You take, like, woo. the ball out of the mouse and just start running it on the table. <laughs> man, so here's, I think I've said this super dorky thing about me before, but I'm pretty sure in my seventh grade yearbook, uh, underneath my name where I signed it, where everybody on the class signed it, I'm pretty sure I drew the N64 logo like a total douche. <laughs> Oh, cringe. Oh, so cringe, dude. So cringe. And it's still there. Like, what a fucking That is just turn. planting a flag at that point just for your next five years. I can't believe I ever got laid. It's a, it's a shock. Man, I, I remember sixth, like sixth and seventh grade, like when these systems were coming out and just being like, all you N64 nerds, like, 
<laughs> like you're you're rocking cartridges. Like yeah, like you remember the arguments back when you were a kid, and it's like oh, discs versus cartridges, blah 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 blah. And like now I look back, I'm like, man, that controller was dog shit. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, but I was cruising world, bro. <laughs> I loved my N64. Thank you. I thought it was a great system. I love that thing. <laughs> but I get you. the hate. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, it did suck, man. It was muddy graphics. It yeah. looks like ass. How was Siphon Filter? Goldeneye, man. It was all about Goldeneye. Oh, shit, never mind. Yeah, that's the <laughs> only game. That and, like, you had, like, Goldeneye. You had Perfect Dark. Mario. It also SSX, has one of the worst SSX. games of all time still, which is Quest 64. Oh, God. Also, Superman 64. That too. Fuck you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the worst games of all time are 64 games. Shit, that's a, man. That's a record. A man, record I watched it. I'm proud of. It's kind of weird, like, talking about this with GDQ going on right now, but I watched a GDQ run of Superman 64 a couple years ago, and they literally played it on, like, if I'm looking at my screen right now, looking at you guys, they were playing it on, dude, it was like a 121 by 121 pixel fucking screen. I'm like, how the hell are you even playing this game? Like, Oh, on, like, it, the monitor they were using? Yeah. It, Does it well, matter it was, at a point, though? Well, it's also, like, it makes you think about how... When you were younger, like we were playing on like twenty inch screens, like yeah. that was if, that, that was if. like relatively big. Yeah, That's I remember crazy. getting a twenty inch like TV, buying it with like money for my first job, and it was a flat panel, not a flat screen because we weren't at that yeah. technology yet, but just a flat panel. And I was like, "Oh, this is the dopest shit." Flat and I remember, <laughs> panel curved. God damn! Like all these memories. This is great. Oh, I remember this. like three was barely audible. And as soon as you went up to volume number four, it was blaring. Like it was <laughs> instant. And my buddy, he had the same TV and it had the same issue. Three was super quiet and four was like so loud. Ah, oh, it was terrible. That's Love amazing. That I really think that like so many people, if you're thinking back to your back to your childhood, like everybody listening right now. If you think back to your childhood and you're like, you know, my kid TV, everybody has that volume threshold. Like 17 was it for me. Like anything above that, like my parents were going to kick my ass. It's just like turn that shit down, you know? Oh, it's, volume threshold. Yeah, it's just like the volume in general. It's kind of cool to think back on that. Don't know that's, if that's well, where that, you're going with that. I don't know. I don't remember on the because I remember sitting there. Watching like Cheers at night because yeah that was on Nick at night and it was amazing <laughs> of course and yeah. sitting there watching like I'm cool as hell I'm watching Cheers don't wake up my parents <laughs> try to find that sweet spot <laughs> but then was I was the thinking thing, like yeah, what like, if I got caught watching Cheers like is that a is that bad I don't know like it's not porn by any means man I'm I'm so conflicted. I'm like, are you but watching Cheers like, waiting for the monsters? Like watching Cheers or? at like a 10-year-old or something like that being like, I am the coolest motherfucker around. <laughs> I understand this comedy. My peers at school don't. Those dummies. <laughs> I'm gonna, they're going to walk into a room. I'm going to yell Norm, and I'm going to be the cool one. It'll be great. <laughs> Dave's parents kicking the door. Dave, stop being so sophisticated. <laughs> that reminds me of like... I think in fifth grade, uh, there were these two fourth graders that would have to be lined up in front of us for recess. 
And I swear to God, these two guys, all they did was quote Ace Ventura Pet Detective like every day, all day. While That's all they their did. Ass. And yeah, it was terrible. And even then, like, I liked Ace Ventura and I hated those two kids. And I was in fifth grade. <laughs> and I hated those kids. I was like, this is enough, that guys. That's like such a hipster move, though. I'm not going like, to lie. You like, secretly he... love something, but they're quoting it so hard that you're just like, God, yeah. I really love the topic, but God, I hate you guys so much. Listen, That's so such much. a hipster thing. I will take people quoting like Dumb and Dumber all day, but even if somebody jumps up on a table and starts making their ass talk like Ace and Ventura right now, I'm like, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't do it, Dave. Please. <laughs> I don't know, man. I could hang out with Tone Loke for an hour and a half. That's okay. Oh, he's got the best voice ever, though. He does have a pretty great voice. He was in... Bebe's Kids. Have you ever seen Bebe's Kids? I have. You have? Oh, man. You never have, Sean? No, that's a, that was a cartoon that is notorious for having a really bad video game, right? It has a pretty yes. terrible video game. Yes. Uh, On the, the movie is is a treat, though. Like It was like an HBO. <laughs> that, that's the word you want to use, huh? All right. Maeve. A treat? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's something. That's I remember watching it a, be a lot fun as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do it. I remember watching it a lot as a kid because I had like my buddy taped it off HBO and then for some reason we watched it all the time. And fuck. All I know is I made you guys watch this movie, so <laughs> I'm in I'm in for an ass ass kicking. <laughs> as future, long as you so. know. No, yeah, the future's I mean, I coming know real, real soon. <laughs> I know I'm not the only person that loves this movie, but I fucking no. love this movie. <laughs> There's so, a lot of things. All right. Yeah, I guess let's dive into it. 25 Sean, minutes. That's the earliest we've ever do- dived. Well, dove in. Hold on. I we've got Dave in, and I'm sure Dave can rant fairly well, too. So if ranting is what is entailed. But Sean, uh, give us a quick uh, recap. What the fuck are we talking about here with Dave? Man. We're talking about Willy's Wonderland, which is a delight of a movie. Uh, a lot of people might liken it to like Five Nights at Freddy's. Actually, that's the only thing that I can really think of that it would really uh, be likened to. But imagine going to like Chuck E. Cheese's, which Kyle so masterfully like kind of alluded to earlier, knowing that we would get to this, where you'd have like animatronics and stuff, like kind of a kid's zone. Uh, but imagine the people that ran that were like super evil people and killed themselves and made themselves. Uh, wow, this sounds really dumb talking over it. No, but... keep talking. You're doing great. <laughs> but like as as the town figures out that shit's going on and they come to arrest and they all do like a, a cult suicide and make themselves into the animatronic uh, things. And here's the thing is this is only like five minutes of the movie. Like this is, this is like negligible. Like if you didn't go over this in the movie, it wouldn't even fucking matter because it's that, it's that much fun. But anyways, uh, th- these animatronics are fucking evil and want to kill people, kill people mm-hmm. in the town. The people in the town made a deal saying that they would feed uh, a real people. deal with the devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like they would purposefully like uh like break down cars and make them stay in there overnight while they repaired the car uh and they would just get absolutely murked. 
but until th- that was until they came along Nicolas Cage the stranger who's a fucking monster man <laughs> <laughs> this dude's a fucking this dude's the man <laughs> yeah and so in this movie he uh, his his tires blow out on his like freaking sweet ass Camaro and he's mm-hmm. like, yo, the tire's going to be repaired by the morning. But if you that, clean this that, uh... place. And so he does. <laughs> and he does it silently. And he does it diligently. And he mm-hmm. oh, never takes a break unless it's a mandated break, as told by his watch. And, uh, yeah, absolutely murder murderizes all of the animatronics. And, yeah. It ends on a free bird note. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful Can I ask movie. you a, a very – I have a very serious question here. Yeah, let's go. The show I do is called The Cape Podcasters. It is a, yeah. superhero, He's a superhero comic hero. book podcast. Yeah. You both know me very, very well and know that I like yeah. that, as Kyle put it, that old Hollywood shit quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my, my bread and butter is. What the yeah. fuck am I doing here to talk about <laughs> Willy's Wonderland? I will tell you why. <laughs> We thought it'd be funny. Or, or Kyle. <laughs> yeah. We're like, hey, man. Well, so I knew about this movie. Sean was like, hey, let's do Willy's Wonderland. And I was like, hey, I know what'll be funny. Let's make Dave suffer through this, too. <laughs> Legitimately <laughs> what as went much down. as the next guy. But. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Right? What's, yeah. What's really funny is that I I completely forgot which movie you were going to be on, whether it be this or Swiss Army Man. So I thought you were on Swiss Army Man. And <laughs> looking back, that would have been a sweet movie for you to be on. I love Swiss Army but, Man. Yeah, that movie was awesome. <laughs> this yeah. one, rewatching it today, it I was, while I was grinning in joy watching this, I'm like, Dave hates this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not so much Dave hates this movie because... You know I'm never going to give you a straight answer on a movie for the most part. Yeah. I think that this movie just missed. It didn't understand what it yeah. wanted to be. Where it was Here. kind of like a horror movie, but it was also a comedy, but then it played it straight. And it was one of those, you got to pick a lane and live in that lane. And I thought that last like five minutes of this thing, where you got people exploding, getting hit by cars. I was like, just do that the whole movie. Be goofy the whole movie. Lean in one way or the other. And also... Nick Cage has zero lines of dialogue. What is the point of getting Nick Cage to not have him talk at all? The whole fun of Nick Cage is for him to talk about Zeus's butthole and nonsense lines like that. You don't get Nick Cage just look. No one likes looking at Nick Cage. It's not the fun (laughs) of Nick Cage. Oh, man. So you, you talk about looking at Nick Cage, first of all. I'm pretty sure... Nick Cage was not in the best shape for this movie, and that's the excuse we get for the duct tape girdle, and then he can wear, like, (laughs) a man girdle for the rest of the movie, and it doesn't look weird. Uh, I think that was a writing excuse. I don't know about that also, because, so, on Facebook, I get hit with so much nonsense, and the one I've been getting hit with a lot with is the clue. The true classic tees. I don't know if you've seen that one at all, where it's like, oh yeah, the T-shirt that's real tight around the arms and real loose down. Exactly. And I feel like that they went with the ringer tee just on repeat with Nick Cage and this thing. He keeps changing his shirt because (laughs) of the duct tape girdle. I get it now. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I fucking love Man, I love so much about this movie that I know that you guys hate <laughs> just listening to you guys talk right now. Like Wait, I love that This is a movie that could have been summed up so quickly. You have Nick Cage who's punching robots, <laughs> which is just inherently awesome. There's nothing better than watching Nick Cage fight a robot. It or was so the movie fun. tells me. But then you also this situation could have been solved so quickly because he fights one robot and realistically you have Nick Cage going like all seven of those other bastards are going to fight me at some point tonight, huh? All right, let me go clean an oven and just wait. <laughs> when realistically, you could just cut their heads off and solve the problem so quickly. <laughs> he's mute. He's not dumb. He's not like a Roger Daltrey, Tommy the Who. He's not deaf, dumb, and blind. He can yeah. very quickly solve this situation. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially when, like... When the girl shows up and she goes after Willie and he just picks her up and he's like, nope, not the time, you know, that time. <laughs> and like that happens so many times during this movie. And I feel like the charm, like what I love so much about this movie is that this is such a schlocky B movie that came out like in the last couple of years. With, it's like right about it being a B movie, though. You're right. Because yes. I think the thing about this movie is that this could have been really good. And I yeah. feel like it just never understood its own tone because it could not figure out how goofy to make it and how serious to make it. And that's the biggest downfall of this movie. It almost feels intentional, though. <laughs> like, and that's what, while watching that, if everything feels so intentionally stupid and fun and over the top that, like, I couldn't help but having so much fun watching something that I felt was made in 1982. But with and that's like definitely the idea behind it. They graphics. want you to have that intentional feeling behind all the nonsense that's happening. And I like how you said 1982 because I feel like there's so many like weird Stranger Things vibes to this with the music and the yeah, way mm-hmm. that it actually looks. But then you see the new Camaro and you're shirt. like, all right, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. So I can, I'm pretty sure I, I can explain the Camaro. Uh, it was the coolest car they could rent for a day from the local Enterprise. <laughs> Did you just look that up? No, I'm just assuming that's what happened. I can almost guarantee, like, oh, they have a brand new Camaro. We can get that for a day for 400 bucks. Boom. Yeah. Have Nick Cage drive in it. Have the guy pull a donut in it. They take off. That's your fucking cool car. You're not going to get some restored fucking cool thing because they don't have the budget in this goddamn movie. They rent Man. the brand new Camaro Five million for dollar 400 movie. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it made half a million dollars. <laughs> Less than that. Yeah, and it's on a five million dollar budget, and I have to imagine yeah. four million went to Nick Cage to not I talk. Su- I think, uh, yeah, I was super depressed to wa- to see the gross on this movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, you guys talked a little bit about like quantifying it. I think one of my notes here, I, I feel like, kind of captured what this movie is. To me, it feels like a 15 minute YouTube skit stretched into an hour and a half long movie, like. This could have been cool if they condensed it and like you had Nick Cage as this cool cameo and he beats up all the robots in one terror and we get this cool thing, but they drag it out and like you said, they for no reason, he could easily just beat the <laughs> shit out of all these things. We don't get a reasoning why, but as so many of the things in this movie are left unexplained. And again, I think it's, was it a Kickstarter flick too? Did this have Kickstarter backing? I don't know, but I did know I don't that think you were going to so, bring because, this up. Yeah. Go ahead. They got Nick Cage on board for this thing, and he actually ended up producing it. And he always said that yeah. he wanted to do one of those silent horror performances, which is fine. As an That's actor, just... you get to kind of flex a little bit when you have the Oscar. I can't believe Nick Cage has an Oscar, and he has an Oscar. Leaving Las Vegas is so <laughs> damn good, though. 
But again, you have Nick Cage who Nick Cage just shows up in this movie and he just starts working at Willy's Wonderland and cleaning and whatnot. And my biggest issue with this is he just starts fighting these robots and we have no clue about anything of this character. It's just when this character shows up, he's going to win. There's never any stakes involved. And that's what that's maybe my big complaint because it's billed as a horror, but like at no point is Nicolas Cage in any type of danger. He beats nope. the shit out of literally everything handily. But he also knows that none yeah. of the other characters are in danger because he even has that one moment in the. It might be the kitchen. It might be the bathroom. I don't know. All the rooms look the same. It's just one light shined in the background, and that's <laughs> it. They call it set dressing. But uh, the girl in this thing who acts with only her eyes. Yeah, yeah, right. The girl in this who acts on their eyes. How you have her about to face off with, I think it's like one of the big bads of this movie. I don't know who they are at this point. And his wristwatch goes off, so he fucks off and he goes and opens this can of punch yeah. pop, plays the pinball machine, <laughs> has his sexy dance in front of it that he improvised. A chameleon. <laughs> and the girl is just left there to fight on her own, and he comes back, and then it's all done. That's it. She's now the 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 robot's getting crushed again. Ah oh, man, that's I feel the like movie. I just like it. I enjoy so much more, like, ah, oh, man, I will it's, never convince you guys to like this movie. Like, yeah, I know you don't that have to, though. at this point. That's the beauty of but it, man. Like, everything you just said just made me smile because I loved every <laughs> second of that. Like, because the idea of it is insane. <laughs> and it's amazing how insane the idea is. Yes. But the execution is my issue. <laughs> oh, my God. But I love the execution. Like, when he walks up and she's about to fight this chameleon, and he's like, he's like, he squares up. He literally raises his fists, and <laughs> yeah, his wristwatch goes off. And he's like, all right, well, here's here's the switchblade. I'm going to fuck off and play pinball. Like, dude, I cracked up watching that. And I've he's watched this three times. Yeah. He's a man of his principles. I've seen it twice. He got told to take a break, so he's going to take a break. And I love that, that that actually, the first time I watched it, I just thought that it was a compulsive issue that he like literally had to do this every so often. But on the, like the second watch that I watched it, I'm like, oh, he, he's actually told to take a break. Don't work so hard. And so he literally sets his watch to take a break and he's like, fuck it. I'm on break. And I thought that was so fantastic in this movie where it's like, he's about to die. I like that beat a lot. But again, it, it's the execution behind that because that is such a funny moment. And I feel like it's Ugh. so weirdly pulled off that it doesn't See? it doesn't work for what's actually happening there. Ugh. But it's such a funny moment. I actually agree with yeah. you there. He's not taking a break because he has to. What I think this is, is that he has super advanced diabetes. And those drinks that he's taken are his <laughs> insulin. And if he doesn't take it every hour on the hour, he dies. So no matter what, when it goes off, he's got to go take his super insulin. He's got to crack that thing. He's got to get this super diabetes under control. All so. I know is those are energy drinks and he's going to die if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> those are fucking Diet Coke cans with a really <laughs> shitty label taped to them. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love the through line in this movie where it just like it starts so with those scenes. It just starts in like, I don't know, he may be cleaning something and it goes off. And the next thing you know, it's before he fights a baddie and it goes off. Next thing you know, he's in the middle of fighting a baddie. And then at the end of the movie, 
he it goes off and he's about to fight Willie and he's just like, eh, fuck it. And he like goes into it and the music just goes into like this fun thing where he starts like dancing while playing the pinball machine. Dude, I had so much fun watching this movie again. I fucking love that. And I can tell by looking at your guys' face nope. that <laughs> you guys there's a, are there's not a lot of me. fun things. <laughs> there's a lot of fun things. Don't get me wrong there. I like yeah. this movie. I'm going to say it a hell of a lot more than I like Mortal Kombat. Holy shit. Sure. Ah! Man, I don't know. They were. Willy's Wonderland. It's There's weird. something like, about I a think... movie trying way too hard and then this movie not trying at all purposefully that I actually enjoy <laughs> about this movie. Making movies is really, really hard to do. It is, man. And this is a good point, like, that it is really hard to do. This is one that, like, I was watching it. It was astounding to me how, like, many things that they just, all the choices they made in the making of this film, like, seemed so weird to me. So so cheap, so lazy. Like, and I don't know if it's cheap it wasn't, and lazy, because, like, $5 million is not a small amount. I've worked on a bunch of movies that cost well under $100,000. You have to get creative the way you pull a lot of this stuff off. I think a I lot think of that, that movie, the miss in this movie, the, though. Yeah. Yeah. It has to go I to I think the miss in this the... movie is just Nick Cage. Sure. You don't need Nick Cage. He wanted to do it, and it brings star credibility, and it brings more people to see your fucking movie, because you can be like, hey, it's the we only got Nick reason Cage you have fighting Nick Cage robot puppets. Yeah. Especially when he has <laughs> the, an alliance. The premise alone, when you read the plot line, you're like, that sounds badass. <laughs> I'm going to get Hulu just to watch this now. It, it was was this it was Hulu? an enjoyable yeah yeah I watched it on Hulu oh I rented it again and I have Hulu I'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> this movie's made for I, you perfect <laughs> I almost bought it <laughs> not gonna lie it was an enjoyable B movie I'll be honest with you and honestly Sean I'd kind of like to sit down and I'd like to do like a Patreon commentary for this I think I that would be fu- that would be awesome I think we should do that because I I'm can in. have a 100% lot of fun with I'm this. In. yeah. Please be on it, Dave. We'll do that. We'll do a Patreon commentary. Maybe sometime this month we'll record. We'll just watch it again. I can host it where we can all watch at the same time. So Sweet. I unabashedly love bad movies. Like, Freddy Got Figured, I think, is a masterpiece. So, I mean, this thing is not that bad. I just think that it takes itself too seriously for as goofy as it is. I'm not going to lie, like, I honestly, so when Kyle told me that he didn't like this movie a couple of months ago, when I said I watched this, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like, right when we were talking about me coming on the show, I'm like, I love this movie kind of thing. And he's like, I, that movie's trash or something. I'm like, <laughs> I just like, I, I was, I was taken aback, but as, because I just kind of assumed that he would like this movie because it's, it's not a good movie. It, like, you can't sit down and think that this is a masterpiece of a movie, but no. I went. No one ever will call that. that. And I love, but Nicolas with a bad Cage. movie, there has to be a charm. This movie is not I, bad enough to be good in my mind. I loved, I loved Nicholas Cage's charm <laughs> because I'm a Nicholas Cage. What fan charm? He doesn't like, do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> like at a... the end, like when, <laughs> when like, okay, when uh Freebird's playing and they get into the Camaro and he's got his dog ca- tags hanging man. down from his fucking yeah, then he mirror. leaves I'm with like, a 17 oh, year old. Yeah, you know he's getting arrested man. the second he crosses a state border. It's a weird <laughs> ending. <laughs> I don't know. And at a certain point, you have to figure, they're talking to Nick Cage openly. 
And it's one of those, like, Austin Powers Mustafa moments, like, you're not talking, now you're just being rude. Like, you have to say something. You can't be that standoffish for no reason. Nick Cage. It's uh, weird at a point. Sh- it's forced he- that you're not talking. Yeah. He shakes his head at one point, and he's like... And I was like, man, he, he committed to that at least. <laughs> Yo, when when he walks out and he's dumping the trash into the trash thing, and the sheriff's sitting out there in the car, he and, waves he, at and he just goes... Like this, and then next thing you know, she's got a gun in the back of his head. Like, even that is just like kind of like, well, this is ridiculous, but also, I don't give a fuck. I'm What's a, crazy I'm here, for the ride. Here's the weirdest part Nick Cage doing no acting in this movie is better than every single teenager acting in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's fair. That, oh my his god, acting the was fucking good. rooftop. The rooftop scene uh, where they're all standing there talking uh, about, let's not go in. And uh-huh. you see the background that has just these hole punches in it for stars <laughs> or whatever. It's like Tommy Wiseau is going, oh, I fucking nailed it on the room. It, it, it's embarrassing almost. And I love how when they fall great. through the ceiling into the ball pit, Liz is going, I told you to wait outside, not noticing the gigantic fucking hole in the ceiling. It's one of those like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be on the inside. I clearly fell through the fucking ceiling. Yeah, it was I, great. I love how when that happened, he chases her to a point they fall through, and then like twenty five feet away, they fall they through fall as well into the same it, right, next to, <laughs> right next to each other. <laughs> it's great, man. And then she also is in. She gets into the biggest fucking air conditioning ducts known to man. Oh God, John McClane is just jealous at this point. Yeah, she has so, so much headroom. There's a full-on alligator that fits in this thing, too, man. <laughs> right? Could you imagine Christmas at this place? It's crazy. <laughs> he would Christmas never leave the place? event. He would not even try to be a cowboy. He would just live in there from now on going, she's my ex-wife, kind of. This is fine. This is my new home. Do whatever you got to do. He calls the kids over, and they all show up, and they're... <laughs> You'd think it'd be cramped in that, but no, it, there's a lot of room in that air conditioning vent. The whole family fits. So, Dave, yeah, and like, the Florida Gator. Ten min- like 10 minutes ago, you said that there was never any point where you're like, uh, there's never any danger. There's never any danger for just Nicolas Cage and Liz or Liv or whatever her name is. The two main characters. Yeah. Times. Yeah. But the everybody else supposed gets to absolutely care massacred. And yeah, yeah but like, you've seen horror movies before. You know how tropes work. They're all expendable. They They're all there ways. for a cheap thrill. That's all it is. But they all die in fun None ways. None of them you know, go in. You know. Is it fun? You know they're going to die. That what, they get bit in the neck. And I don't understand how oh, that works. Well, Here's not the, them. I also, them. Them dying isn't fun, but the animatronics, them dying is pretty fun. Is it? They the have so one. much motor oil in them. It's obscene. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. But you know what? You you would never know it because he keeps changing his shirt because he's a germaphobe, I think. He just wants to be clean. I'll actually buy that if you want to give him any character development because he doesn't do it on his own. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> another, uh, another fantastic touch. So, you know, when the cop and Liv are leaving and they get attacked by the turtle on the roof... Uh, there's a great shot, by the way, where the cop is holding the turtle's hand onto him to attack him. That's that's movie magic right there. Uh, but then later that on, is some Ed Wood uh, shit right there. When he was dead on the ground, it's fantastic. You can still see the guy's breath the whole time because it's cold out and he's supposed to be dead, but he's just breathing. 
<laughs> it's, I was like, yes, it's what those are the things I love in movies like this. Like yeah. shit but like that. That's the that, stuff like, you have to they, lean into. Yeah. Or if you like, want to be a bad just, movie, be a bad movie. See, and that's fun sometimes. I disagree. Yeah, I like it. Like, I hope that that scene is in the movie just because they were that careless and not that it was intentional. Like, oh, hey, Brad, breathe out because it'll be funny. I hope that they were just shittily <laughs> making this movie on the quick. And it's like, <laughs> oh, shit, we can see Brad's breath. Oh, Same. fuck. Well, we don't have time fuck to it. fix it. Just put it in. You know? But oh, what I don't understand same, about the breath man. part is that this movie is filmed in Georgia and it's filmed in February 2020 and they actually did not shoot down they did not shut down production for the pandemic. They actually ended up going through protocols and whatnot in order to get this thing done. That right there is actually its own little masterpiece. Oh. I read Georgia. Sean says South Carolina. Oh. Uh, right in the credits it says it was filmed in uh South uh, South Carolina. Right in the credits. I'm not going to watch it again to, to confirm or deny. <laughs> not going no, you to. Are. I promise you, I just you watched are. it like You're an hour and a half ago. One more time oh, for the, the commentary. commentary. <laughs> Can yeah. I tell you the most fucked up yeah. thing that I read about this movie? And it came, first of all, when you watch a movie and it has like a, a whatever film, a whatever production at the beginning of this thing, this thing had like six companies that worked on it. And the first one that popped up was Screen Media, a chicken soup for the soul entertainment company. I saw that, yeah. I saw that. I did not. This movie's know that. real That's make fantastic. you feel gooder. <laughs> I w- here's another I I I shit on a lot because there were I don't know, I'm gonna nitpick and be complainy. I hated Do that it. the fucking suicide scene they fucking cheaped out on. They drank Kool-Aid? Are you fucking kidding me? These super hardcore Satanists couldn't like at least sit th- slit their own throats or something? Give yeah, and they all fell the same way. Some more blood. In a very comfortable yeah. position to lay in for half a day of filming. <laughs> <laughs> I like that all of the uh, the cups were like slightly crinkled. Like yeah. they drank it and the, like squeezed it. <laughs> I appreciated that. Because and not honestly, all of the Kool-Aid fell out. Honestly, if all of them slit their own throats, I wouldn't have recommended this movie. <laughs> that's the hard that. line that you take. Yeah, that's yeah. my line. <laughs> yeah. It would have been I, it would have been metal. They're Satanists, and then they just poisoned themselves. It seemed a little. I, I honestly just watched like the latest Halloween movie last night, and I uh, only waited three years to watch it because I thought there was going to be throat slitting. There's not. Oh. Watch it. It's good. You got to watch MacGruber then if you want some throat anything. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) He doesn't want that. That's what he's saying. I don't. Uh, I also really like MacGruber's a treat. Homegirl homegirl, uh, did not give a shit about her friends at all when like the two were dead. And she just goes, she just goes, I'm sorry. And then turns around and runs away. (laughs) That was my favorite part. She goes, I'm sorry. And then just walked out. <laughs> just no fucks were given, man. Like, was, the, oh, these, so good. Oh, man. These people all clearly knew each other for mad long. And it's just like, eh, whatever. You're dead. Peace. Also, <laughs> did Nick Cage clean up the human bodies as well as the robot yes. bodies? Yes. Yes, so he did. at the end of the movie, you see him pulling, like, tarps over their faces. He actually lined them all up and, like, put them in body bags. So, like, he fucked with the crime scene. Well, he absolutely so. fucked with the crime scene. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure cool. at this point, like, the sheriff tried to murder him, like, four times. I don't <laughs> she think, got like... She half, too. Scene was <laughs> yes, also pretty did. awesome. Scene was also pretty awesome. <laughs> that was a great kill scene. Huge fan yeah. of that. And that's the shit yeah. I wish they leaned into. 
<laughs> when you get Dwight's babysitter to be the sheriff yes. of your movie, lean in. Uh, <laughs> fucking beautiful, man. Mandy and I, we were watching this together, and she kept, she's like, who is that sheriff? I go, that's Dwight's babysitter. She goes, that's, that's what fucking it is. Grant. Yeah, yeah. Wait, she was what? also in, uh, what was it? Not, what was the one about Shauna's the walls and the confusion. nuclear bombs? I do. What was that I, movie? Sean, there was a Sean, there was a show called The Office on that ran from like the, in the 2000s. It. Yeah. Dwight's Babysitter. Dinner Party. Yeah, and Dinner Party was the most famous it. episode. My favorite episode. Personal favorite episode of The Office. I don't remember it. I'm Me and you have, have had this talk before. Because yeah. um, we have talked no. about this before where you said that was Max Cringe and I said Scott's Tots was Max Cringe. See, and everybody says Scott's Tots, but I still think Dinner Party is. I think Dinner Party's the best there. episode there is. Hard yeah. stop. I just don't think it's Max Cringe. It's fair. It's, <laughs> it's so discernible. I can see why so many people feel Scott's Tots is so cringe. It is. It's pretty bad. Not going to lie. There's a lot that's they pretty sang bad. They sang him a song. <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do when <laughs> Willie stabs you? <laughs> Willie does fuck fuck up Nick Cage for no. He knocks him into the ball pit where all these kids have peed and pooped, and I'm sure all those cuts got infected. Crabs. Yeah. Oh, did get crabs. Uh, I only have one more complaint written down. Um, and I'm sure you will all agree with me on this too. Um, where the fuck was that monkey hiding? Oh, in the last stomp. Okay, so he was, he was, okay, okay, I can explain this, because in the last I don't last think you time, can. I can. <laughs> this I is going to be good. So, yeah, so you've got stalls, right? So everybody yeah. listening, envision walking into a bathroom that's got stalls, right? So you got that bar running across the top, and you got doors that open beneath them. And this guy is opening every stall. And on the last one, the monkey comes swinging down. So in my brain, he just doesn't see the knuckles. But he is literally holding on to the top of the stall and using his monkey feet. One against the wall, one against the stall to the left, and just hanging there. And as soon as it opens, he swings down and kicks him or grabs him. But it wasn't as soon as he opened. He looked and it was empty and he turned around. And then the monkey. But I see what down. Sean's saying. He was like spread out above his view. Yeah, spread, oh, spread monkey. Above. We all know the pose. We all yeah. know spread monkey. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Nicholas Cage's character doesn't say anything, so we don't know if he actually saw anything or not. He was he was dreadfully <laughs> silent, and then he was attacked. I mean, he, Charlie Chaplin didn't say anything in a lot of movies, but he can fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what, here's the thing, Sean. I'll give that one to you as. Plausible. I can see. I can see your <laughs> argument. Buster style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plausible. Last time I watched yeah. it, that is literally what went through my mind as okay. I watched this. I did rationalize it. We'll talk about it. it. I'm sure again when we do this commentary episode. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited for this now. Actually, I think my biggest issue with this movie, my biggest issue with this movie was. You have like the first scene where Nick Cage walks into the dining room and he sees the band playing whatever song they're playing at that point. And he it's just turns birthday. around and there's one one button behind him and he pushes it and the entire stage shuts down. Like he, that button just happened to be the one that shut it all down. He oh, had so many yeah. different ways to stop all of this. 
And he's just uh-huh. actively choosing not to. It's almost like he's bored. He's just like, I'm stuck here all night. I might as well fuck up some robots. Might as well beat the shit out of him. That's literally how I took the whole movie. <laughs> like, this was fun for him. Like, <laughs> until you get to the end of the movie, right? And Freebird starts playing and he's pissed off that he was put in that position. Part of Freebird is the- playing because that's an expensive song. It was the yeah. intro, which is interesting because every time you hear Freebird in a movie, is normally like the, the most Forrest Gump style, part of Jenny the on the Edge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas this was literally like the whole intro sequence yeah. for like yeah. a good 30, 40 seconds, which is I got to imagine like Universal Music's song. like, do you want the intro? You sure? Nobody likes the intro. <laughs> That's the best part of the goddamn song. Fight me. <laughs> I'll fight. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this made my skin crawl. Listen to that. I'm like, oh, what? Like, in a good way. In a good way. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but I I do not feel this movie earns the the free bird at all. I'll be honest with you. I think it, uh, I don't, I think it feels cheap. That's just me. But, uh. You don't think that curb stomping a gorilla robot into a sink in a bathroom deserves a free bird? That was a pretty sweet ass kill. That was a sweet ass kill, man. One of the only really good ones. The rest, like the night dude, he just bashes into the wall over. And That's over. it. He cuts his head off. The yeah. alligator, he just opens up its mouth. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. But he not he, like obviously they were telling him. <laughs> what? What'd you say? I said, he yeah, said that he was opens sweet. It up. Just open his mouth up real big, and then he's dead. <laughs> yeah, That's the end of that alligator. It was cool. It was cool in King Kong when like he like fucks up the jaw and slams it down and this one they obviously told nick cage like hey don't really open the mouth because that shitty latex rubber will rip so he's like he's ripping it but he's not really <laughs> but i also like how we if you want to bring golden eye back into this thing how he sits on like the fairy's face and whatnot and kind and of twists her jokes neck. Yeah. out or whatever it's like uh, that's kind of weird okay that's fine that you made sweet. her out to be Broke a real big bad at the beginning of this thing, and then he just sits on her face. And that's how you have She's to kill the that. only one that survives. Uh, yeah, she yeah, does. She was, she was yeah. the best out of the trash. animatronic lady in oversized rubber mask. So looking through, like, <laughs> reviews of this movie, like, a lot of them were actually super positive, which made, made me feel really good coming into this. Wow, okay. But Validation's was, important. Like, yeah, it <laughs> definitely is when I'm, when I'm talking about this movie. But the first one that was, like, super negative is, like, this movie's dog shit. The whole production's awful. Literally one of the animatronics. Animatronics is a lady wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> when you did this movie point? come out officially? This year, I think. 2021 is what it said on Hulu. This movie has, if you don't mind me hijacking for a hot second, 12,787 reviews on Amazon.com. 58% of them are five star. 9% are one star. Damn. A lot of people like this movie. A lot of people like this movie. It's sitting at 66%, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fresh, right? Is that fresh? If I did one star reviews on this thing, I'd be here for a decade because there's 293 (laughs) one star reviews. That is the thing that you guys can listen to Dave doing over on the Caved Podcasters. Please subscribe to them. They are fucking awesome. Yeah, go check them out. Him and Brian, who are two sexy beasts. You've heard Dave's sexy voice here. 
Yeah. Brian's is even sexier, I promise you. It is sexier. And Brian drives a Camaro. Ooh, oh, he shit, does. Man. Did yeah, he rent his to Nicolas Cage for this movie? <laughs> he That'd might as well sweet. have. <laughs> That'd be a sweet story. We we brought on the wrong caped podcaster. <laughs> you got to get the Camaro guy if you want this movie. Yeah. We'll bring uh, him on for Transformers when we never, ever do those movies. I don't want to do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're never ever doing Transformers. No. I want to watch that about as bad as I want to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I, I, all right, okay. we won't do Lord okay. of the Rings if we don't okay. have to do Transformers. I'm sorry, I love Dave. Lord of the Rings. I've I come to them. the wrong place. <laughs> no, you haven't. That's I have I the extended them. editions downstairs right now. I have my. God I won't watch the non-extended anymore. editions anymore because I'm that bougie. Yeah, me too. Fuck. What? What's the point? You guys are fucking I have a buddy sadistic. that I work with here that we get together and he makes lamb stew and I bring mead and we watch one of the extended editions. Well, Do you guys have potatoes? If they're called for in the in the lamb stew, then yes, we have potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in stew. <laughs> you could have second second breakfast or second dinner, dinner oh, supper. Shut up, sorry. Uh, Sean, I'll bring it back uh, with this quote from Nicolas Cage. Oh, <laughs> that's weird Nicholas to have. <laughs> and scene. Nailed it. <laughs> that was fantastic. Boom, baby. <laughs> Nobody opened up a can. Ah, oh, shit. I did not. Oh, my God. He is just whipping. He's opening up cans of whoop ass all movie. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, oh, he is kind of opening up cans of whoop. I didn't take it as that symbolism, but. That, oh, shit. I, I opened up my can, but I forgot to say welcome to garbage movie. After I opened it. That's on me. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Ah. So I know it's garbage movie, but I fucking it was it. it was enjoyable to watch because I was hating on it so hard. I will yeah. give you that. Like I was just I couldn't believe where we were going next. I was like, okay, what? Okay, let's go. I, I'm not gonna lie, I really hope that going into watching this again, that you you went into it knowing that it was just a bad movie and trying to enjoy it. Like, that's kind of where I was hoping you went. But also, I know, like, it's really hard to watch a movie and be like, I don't like that and come back and, like, have a different opinion of the movie. Like, I I, I do get that. But I did have, like, regardless, I had such, I had so much fun talking about this movie with you guys. Oh, it's a too. very fun movie uh, to talk about. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Like I said, it was, that was Watching it this time gave me the idea, like, we could easily do a commentary to this and put that on Patreon, like, yeah. hands down. And that would be a lot of fun. So I'm glad and Dave's I, on board for this. And I know we can I'll absolutely do any commentary you want, shreds. buddy. <laughs> I don't think it needs the help getting ripped to shreds, though. It doesn't, but we're going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh... I don't know. I've, I've crossed off all my notes here. Um, I do want to horror Dave's show one more time. Uh, does yeah. anybody else have any closing notes? No, I want to horror Dave's show. That's the thing. And or me. We can get into ratings, I think. Horror yeah. Dave, no, I, I no, there's one more thing I have about this movie is I watch every movie through the credits now just because when you do a superhero comic book podcast, you have to legally watch through the end credits. Do you not and, Google it yeah. as soon as the credits hit? <laughs> Like no, I don't. I th- credits. I sit uh. there and I watch all the weird people that are credited. Half the people in this had a nickname, which was unnerving <laughs> to me. 
Yes. Where it'll be like, One of the- oh, the sound is done by Frankie Spadu Miller or whatever. <laughs> like, you're like, that's nothing. <laughs> that's nothing there. But one of the weirdest things about this movie is that you have that giant exposition dump in the middle from Liz about how you have yeah. this weird satanic cult that's feeding people to the animatronics or whatever it is. She's like, yeah, Willie's opened up in 1996 or whatever it is. But in the final song, at the end of it, you have Willie singing the the Willie's Wonderland song, and he says, serving people since 1984. And I went, even this movie doesn't give a shit about its own lore. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes. Hell yes. I actually, and I'm not going to lie, I really like that song, too. Like, I thought the music in this movie was pretty They got, like, the same guy to do all the music for this thing, which I have to imagine he hung himself shortly after doing it all, because why would (laughs) you want to do animatronic music? His name is, like, Emily or whatever, and he's just sitting there just like, happy birthday, happy birthday. (laughs) Crying. He can't get through it. He was actually massacred by animatronics. I'm going to do the thing that Epstein definitely didn't do and kill myself it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah. Dave and also uh, it bothered again. me a lot that the, the end credits had a lens flare and even J.J. Abrams doesn't have the nutsack oh, yeah. to do that <laughs> he will from now on uh, speaking of Dave where could people hear you talk more shit about J.J. Abrams you can go to well anywhere on the Cape Podcasters go listen to our show go to capepodcasters.com uh, I work with Brian on that. Brian Betts. Dude's amazing. Drives a Camaro. Don't judge him. Bet your ass. I mean, you both have been on a number of times on that show. So it's <laughs> yeah, nothing new. <laughs> Always I a good Kate time. Podcasters. It's a good time. I love you boys. Um, Shawnee boy, what about a I'm so happy you. Fella? Oh, sorry. Go, Go on, Dave. Dave. I was going to say, I'm so happy you boys got together. Well, yeah, man. I'm happy too. You're popping the chair. You're the first guest on the new iteration of the newborn. I'm glad you welcome me to the mix. This is nice. You were talking before we started recording about like getting that itch and getting being so excited. And you guys recorded yesterday for an upcoming episode and how like chasing Amy on Patreon. There you go. (laughs) Where's your Patreon? Patreon.com slash. Cape Podcasters. Cape Podcasters. There you go, guys. Uh, <laughs> we go keep give it easy. them a follow. Uh, subscribe to them. Uh, they put out quality content all of the freaking time. But you were saying that you were recording that last night, and it ended, and you're like, I need to record again. I need more. I need more, man. And I need another hit. And for me, with Nerdy Thursday not recording all of the time, I always had that itch. I always want to record. I want to make content, provide entertainment, like all of that stuff. And so this is such a great outlook, uh, not outlook, but outlet uh, for me. And I'm going to say no emails involved. Yeah, no outlook. But uh, I'm just amped that everybody's so receptive for me to be here. So thank you, everybody, for listening. But the worst kept secret in the world, worst kept secret in the world (laughs) that you were. Okay, but only like four people fucking even guessed it. Everybody else is so dense. (laughs) They would love this movie if that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, guys. So I recommend I guess. I knew you were so, coming on here. I knew you were going to be experienced, guys. Because last last yeah. summer, Sean and Mitch came over and we recorded Brian's birthday episode, our Power Rangers in episode September. for yep. whatever it might have been. And me and Sean were playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on the on the projector down here in the fortress. 
Yep. And all Sean's doing is kicking my ass by grinding around. And I was like, motherfucker's going to be experienced grind one day. <laughs> Just because he's grinding around. And I'm sitting there, and I instantly returned the game to GameStop the next day because I was experienced boredom because that is so fucking boring to <laughs> play a skateboarding game. Listen, I had like a three million combo that only had like well, just grinding lines. in a circle. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> look how hard I fuck. And it's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it also had like a kickflip McTwist in there somewhere. But like, other than that, yeah, McTwist. I think so. <laughs> And then like sweet, the sweet manuals. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh that's 1000% true. You got to land what, that oh shit grind. I remember actually being at your at the party and being like oh man i can't wait to start recording again and do nerdy thursday and it never happened <laughs> and then Oops. like four months later kyle was <laughs> like hey you want to be on an experience ground i'm like give me like a day and like three hours later i'm in <laughs> <laughs> that's about that's as much exactly. commitment as you can do that's perfect yeah 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 like and that was the itch i was like i can't not record i want to record i want to record with my buddies i want to have fun this is so much fun but kyle you did mention a rating system for this movie and guys on a scale of one to i don't know i think i saw him crinkle up 16 energy drink or insulin cans in his hand (laughs) whenever his whenever his uh watch went off how many out of one to sixteen energy or insulin cans, would you give this movie? I can't Man. wait to hear how bad this is. Yeah, I'm gonna say like one crushed up can. <laughs> like, it's not a great movie, but like, all right. So as a movie, one crushed up can. My enjoyment watching it is probably uh, out of sixteen, maybe around a six. Okay. A six like canner. A, like a 30? Nice. <laughs> it was it was a watch through. I appreciated that it wasn't overly long. It got through. Under it, 130. So. Oh, God, yeah. that's the sweet spot right there. If you yep. land mm-hmm. in that spot, yeah, I'm fine. I'll watch anything. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Same. My parents could have a weird tape. I don't, I'll watch it. It's under 90 <laughs> at this point. It's under an hour 30. <laughs> Adios, guys. And with that, I'm out. <laughs> Dave, what, what about, about you? you Sa- same question. We'll end high. I'm like torn because I felt like this movie was a bit of a chore to watch. I was not enjoying it watching it because I'm just like, this movie could be over in 10 minutes if he just bashes all their heads in. He sees how the <laughs> night's going already. He can end this real fast. And then when I turned off that part of my brain, I started drooling a little bit out of the corner of my mouth. And I said, yeah, this is about a six out of 16. Total. <laughs> I love okay. talking about it more than I like watching it. Fair. <laughs> I like watching it more than I like talking about it with you uh-huh. boys. <laughs> well, sorry, boy. Let's end the suffering, buddy. What about you, man? What, what are you going to rate this out of 16? I, I will say, shots? in terms of If you say 16, movie, I'm, driving to, I'm driving to you right now and kicking you in the dick. If you say 16, I swear it. Man. That is the most physical like interaction I've had in a while, so I'm tempted to say 16. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but you're welcome. <laughs> but I'll say, uh, so as I say every time, this is with my enjoyment at the time that I'm watching this movie, I will give this an 11 out of 16. 
because I think it's 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 not a good movie at all. But my en- like in terms of a movie, that's my rating. My enjoyment of this movie, man. Every time I watch it, it's like a fifteen out of sixteen. Like it, I have so much fun watching this movie. I like, but the movie itself, I, I'd give it like a ten or eleven. Now here's the thing, I think Judge. We're have to start, As I yeah. stand here today, it's about an eleven. It's <laughs> <laughs> completely lawyered it. I think we just need to do more terrible movies in general. I'm totally down for this. I have some great ones that I would love to get into. So, If you do a terrible movie month, I will curate it for you, where I will surprise you both, and you'll have no idea what's coming. Oh, I'm man. sure you do have... Man, I bet you do have a I'll nice... I'll hit you with nice bangers! Okay. I love bad movies, man. It's just this one I was just too, not man. bad enough. I know... Uh, f- uh, Kyle, you're a, you're a stickler for tradition, like... Dave, if you ever want to come back on and talk more like Nicolas Cage movies, like I'll watch any of them. Mandy, Whatever you want, boys. I just love hanging seconds. out with you guys. That's all it is. <laughs> sure. There's Hell there's yeah. a whole lot of Nicolas Cage to get through too, though. So Hell yeah. I'm in for that. I love having like you on Like the Wicker too, Man? Dave. Oh, shit. That's one I don't want to watch, but I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Wicker Man's one that might come up. I don't know. Um. It's I'm like, still though. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. We, like you know what? Hold on. Hold on a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the tables here for a second. On our show, people yeah. have been writing in a lot and calling us cowards and telling us to do certain movies. Yeah, yeah. Do the Wicker Man, you cowards. I mean, sure. I'd, I'd cover Wicker Man. It would be a film to talk about. I've seen uh, it. the bees. <laughs> not the bees. <laughs> I'll talk Wicker Man. That's not the worst movie I've seen ever. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen an, The Lighthouse. That's another enjoyable one. That has me having so many questions. Yeah. Sean does not like God, I, I I love The, the Lighthouse. <laughs> I do I love too. It. So. You know why I, I said too. that, Dave. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why Only I didn't wear a Superman here, my shirt. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wear the Batman shirt. I love it. You guys know each other because you guys love each other. I love you both. Um, again... Everybody listening, if you somehow don't know who the fuck Dave is and the Cape Podcasters, go figure it out, man. Go check them out. Go check them out on Patreon, too. With Summer Sanders. It'll be great. Yeah. With Figure It Out. I love it. Yeah, I like that little connection. It was great. And Danny Tamborelli. Oh, he's a Facebook friend for forever. I have never talked to him, and he's a Facebook friend. He's seriously one of your favorites. Super jealous. (laughs) Yo, slide in his DMs later and let us know what happens. I've I've made it weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I see. I'm Xbox Live friends with Brian Posehn. That's fantastic. Wow. I also never played a game with him. Because my favorite Posehn's Mr. Show Posehn. I really like uh, Just Shoot Me Posehn. Great Posehn. I'm sorry, I think we cut Sean off. Sean, what were you? You raised your hands in defiance of something. Don't remember. I don't know. Oh, I was, I was gonna. Oh yeah, stage manager. Hung oh. out with her over the weekend. Yeah, from last you, week. I remember. Yeah. Follow. She basically she basically said literally anything that st- takes place inside the dressing room and on is their responsibility. That's the director is basically looking over all of the managers and making sure that everything goes according to what they want to go on. So literally everything from the dressing room on stage manager. Fair enough. That's what I kind of assumed. So awesome. Bum, 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 bum. The more, you know, 
That is the more you know. I learned something. Sean, thank you for educating me. Thank you for educating the listeners. Listeners, tell Sean thank you. And if you want to tell me thank you, you can go to Facebook.com slash just search fucking Experience Grind. We're the one with the gear. You can go to Mm -hmm. Twitch.tv slash Experience Grind. You can join in on these shows. We had a bunch of people watching this show. Not a lot of people interacted with us. And that's fine. We had a guest and that, you know, that kept things a little open. That was that was very nice. But if you want to uh, kind of interact with us while we're doing our shows, go and follow that and check us out while we're recording live. You can also find us on Twitch, EXP Grind, uh, and or not Twitch, I meant Twitter, EXP Grind. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can follow that and follow along with whatever uh, Kyle's going to be tweeting on there. But I think those are the big, thing, big things for us. And seriously, go follow have- the Caped Podcasters. I have one more I want to plug, too. I want to plug our Patreon because I've started just a new thing that should be dropping by the time this episode drops. I just finished it before we recorded this episode, boys. Surprise, I'm letting you guys know now, too. I don't even I have know narrated this. the first chapter of the novelization of the first Resident Evil game. I have that book literally in my next room. I have just... I have narrated chapter one that will be releasing on Patreon, and I will be narrating the entire book through uh the the next coming weeks so if you'd like to hear me narrate a book you know come join us on patreon quick question about that (laughs) did you use an english accent i do accents for every character in the book so not accents. sold 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 i i love it i do change narration styles so yeah and i do agree sean the book is amazing i have uh the first three resident evil books and a couple of the halo books if people like this Uh, It might be something I keep doing. So, you know, come check us out, man. Patreon. Experience Grind. That's all I got. All right, guys. That was a lot of fun. Dave. It was a lot of fun, Dave. I love you. Guys, uh, I I love you both individually so much, and I love that you're together. It's a treat. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Sean, don't make a heart. It's weird. Because it's That's a this heart. is an audio bum, medium, bum, and you're doing bum, the heart bum, with you. now bum, Kyle's bum. doing it, but Kyle's also doing it like a, like the kingpin style, where the landlord, where she's like, and it's really weird. Something loose, tiger. <laughs> yeah, but you're narrating it, so it makes sense. Yeah, I love it now, guys. I love you. Speaking Thank you for knocking, having me. Speaking of knocking something loose, Sean, tell the audience what they can do. Yeah, everybody, I'm gonna need you to go ahead, and if you're wearing earbuds. Put one finger against your earbud on the right side, one against the right side or left side. Push them in and listen real close. Go fuck yourself. Make that shit knock and go.